What's up, everybody? This is Bar Hoppin', and I'm your host, Drew Landry. This is a podcast where I interview people about their all-time favorite rap verse. Now, it's been uh, a while. I haven't released an episode in a long time, probably like four or five months, maybe even six or seven. Uh, For months, I've had a bunch of episodes just sitting in my computer, but then things started opening up in the world, so I got really busy with stand-up, and I was also just dealing with a bunch of mental health stuff, so I never really had the time or energy to sit down and edit these interviews. But now we're back, we're better than ever, and I'm very excited. This episode is with Kevin Sinatra, who's a super talented rapper on the East Coast. This was recorded a while ago, I think in February, uh, maybe January, I don't remember. But I, I hope you enjoy it. I think it was a great interview. Kevin Sinatra has a lot of music coming out soon. And uh, as always, this was recorded on Zoom, so the audio quality kind of sucks. But I hope you can look past it and yeah, enjoy the episode. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. I um, mean, thanks for the opportunity, bro. Yeah, so, uh, you know, this this is more... When I interview a rapper for this, it's more about them. And we kind of use the verse that we talk about as a through line. The verse you chose was verse one on Jay-Z's Lost One, which I hadn't heard that song in years. And then you bringing it up, I listened to it again. I'm like, damn, I forgot how good this song is. Bro, it's amazing, bro. I think it's it's a it's a show that it's a song that that shows so much maturity. Like you really don't understand it until you usually you know get up in there in years. You know, man, when you when you when you really been through a lot of shit. You know what I mean? And um, you know, back then, you know, I'm sure we, you know, I'm in my twenties still, but like I'm sure it was just like you know, like yo, this song is cool, got a good bounce, but mm. he wasn't really listening. You know what I'm saying? And like, and that song, it really showed like like so much of the, the the walk through the fucking life bro and like every kind of direction it pulls you in and him really showing like how he came up and how he really felt good again man so i love that fucking song bro. yeah i love how it's each like, verse is about losing something else which is something that i didn't i because i hadn't heard the song that much i heard it once or twice back in the day so i never picked up on that and i love his flow on it his flow like you said it's so bouncy and even though it's serious subject matter his flow is almost kind of playful it's perfect in pocket bro like oh yeah the pockets he hits people talk about drake like oh it's in the pocket like yo his 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 delivery on that song was just so like warmth and like yo, i'm really being vulnerable to you and letting you know my story you know what i mean i love that shit yeah i've always said jay-z has the smoothest delivery man between him and big big and rock him like you know what i mean the guy you know what i mean they had like the just effortless effortless like yo i do this every day when i wake up in my sleep drink coffee hot chocolate all that you know what i mean i love it yeah i'd say i, I have a theory that with every type of art form and I don't know if this holds up, but I think it, it at least does for rap that there are two types of masters. There are people that make it look easy and people that make it look as hard as it is. And I feel like Jay-Z, you listen to him, and Biggie is another perfect example. They make it look easy. Who's somebody who make it look hard? I gotta ask that question. I'd say, let me think. I'd say, like, if you're listening to a current Eminem song 
and he's like rapping his ass off and his you picture his face is all veiny and he's spitting all over the mic because he yo do you, have you noticed that on every Eminem almost almost every that that girl is still on there he been making songs with since early 2000s what's her name uh Skylar Gray Yes bro I'm like bro in, on his last album she was on there too I'm like bro she has the easiest payoff in the world bro she's always usually on track 2 or some shit album like a week ago and i was like what the fuck she's always here <laughs> she is and that's the only place i see her bro this is girlfriend it's like no <laughs> i'm like bro like this the only i don't see you anywhere else except for eminem album which is a cool i guess like the ultimate level uh cosign man the only other gym i see like that is this girl named i'm so sorry to get off topic is latanya uh, gibbons um where i know she's on a lot of j electronica um, music and as well as Rick Ross, I seen her appear on Rick Ross on one of my um, favorite songs by Rick for real, for real. But yeah. yes, Eminem is definitely a guy though that makes this rap shit look. Uh, he try he tries now. Who are some of your influences artistically? Is um, Jay Z up there? Hove is Hove is definitely uh Hove is definitely my number one. Um, I love Jay Electronica. Um, Frank Ocean. I love Tame Impala. You know between them. Um, those are like the guys right now that I can literally, oh, Eric Badu, Brent Fayez, man, is a, is a, is he's very, I, I really love that, that guy, Brent Fayez, you know, from, he's from Baltimore, you know what I mean? Um, and the last one, it's one more, oh, Kid Cudi. Oh, dude, Kid, Kid Cudi is easily in my top five. Kid Cudi in my top, Kid, bro, Kid Cudi, the reason why I love Cudi, honestly, if there was one person I was I would say that inspired you know my um, my next project is Kid Cudi by far. Um, I seen him at Complex, the last Complex Con, which was now what two years ago, 2019. It was, and this is the first time I've been to Watch the Throne, I've been Rock the Bells, I've been to a lot of different concerts, but first time my son's waving at me. <laughs> uh, this is the first time I ever seen an artist get a standing ovation after every single song that he performed. I never seen that shit before in my life until I watched Kid Cudi perform live. And it just taught me how much it's important to be a human being, you know what I mean? And um, and how much it is is to, to just be vulnerable and be the, the person that you are as a as an artist, man. Um, so I, I love Kid Cudi, bro. And that's honestly, in my this project has been my number one influence. Oh yeah, tell me more about the project. So, dude, it took me 10 years. I only dropped one project ever, and that was the, the Battle for Olympus. That Clearly, that was uh, based off of, like, Greek mythology. The first person to ever give that project a chance on a, on a national level was shout out my guy Z. Z from DJ Boo. Yeah, and, I love Z. But Aza Medusa, um, he gave that song um, its first bit of, like, real, real popularity. And, um... You know, I always love to dip and dive into different cultures, uh, different religions, different times in history. And now in this project now, it took 10 years for me to create something that I felt comfortable and at peace with, man. I've been through, I didn't want, I, I, I look at art differently. I don't like to be one of those guys that like keep music out constantly. I like to really take time and give it thought and, and, and really, you know, really articulate how it is that I feel, you know what I mean? Um, right now, in music, I feel like everybody's so detached 
because their, their brain just sees something cool, they like it for a minute, and then they're off to the next. And the reason why it's like that is because artists aren't, I feel like artists aren't giving them their true emotions and feelings, bro. And like your real life stories, like everybody heard how there's different way to get hoes and get bread and all of this shit that we talk about every day. But people want to know like why, they, you know, that this, if they can relate to you, they just like hearing your words. They just like hearing your voice, like a lullaby, you know what I mean? To, to allow me to get through the day. So this project that I worked on, man, I, I've had a, a son, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I got shorties too. I had my drunk nights and my, 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 my yay moments and shit. But like, this is the first time that like, I, I, I grew into an artist that like, I'm, 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 I'm out there, all tattoos, everything showing my heart, everything out there um, for a complete thought, man. And and I'm so excited to finally reveal like the stuff, you know, all this shit that I've been going through for like the last 10 years, man. And, and I'll tell you this, man, it's not it's not just hip hop shit. You know, what I mean, like, like everyone, you know, I, I made music for when you get up in the morning. I, I made music for when it's cold outside. You just can't go nowhere. I made music for your for your turn up. I got everything on there, and most importantly, yeah, I do got hip hop because I couldn't be repping my my five percent nation, nation of gods on the earth without the the god body shit. So I gotta talk my shit too. So like, I'm excited for for you and everyone to hear this. Man. Yeah, man. So uh, when is this project dropping? Do you know yet? Uh, right now, it's getting mixed and mastered. Um, so like, yo, like it's it's basically almost done. Um, I plan on releasing it maybe in uh maybe in the fall. Maybe a little bit before that. I don't know. You know, it depends on. It just honestly, it just depends on how I'm feeling, man. It's just getting mixed and mastered right now, but it's it's complete. What's it been like to record during the pandemic? Are you recording at home? Are you oh, still man. going to a studio? So I'm doing. I record at my producer Quasi's house. Yeah. Um. And and you know, like it's it's, it's wild because uh he, he still live with like fa uh, family, so like yo, we be in there just masked up coming through the door, and as soon as like we're in that studio room, I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm free. But it's real, yes, but it's real intimate. It's really only like we try to keep it only like two, three people, like yeah. really small, but people that we trust and we've been seeing. Um, but like it, it's wild, man. Like everybody look like ninjas. Like when I go to the actual studio, <laughs> like yo, it's 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 a different time, man. It's a different. Uh, it's, it's so different, bro. My process has been different though. It's How has it changed? I freestyled this whole project, except for the intro. Really? I didn't write anything down? Yeah, I literally just went inside the booth at my man's house, Crazy, where I recorded most of this music, and. He was just like, you know what, like, like you just go in there and just spit. Because, and you know, I was drinking tequila a good amount, so I did one song off of it. And next thing you know, it, I was just like, bro, you know what? I'm just going to freestyle. I'm, I'm not going to write shit for this part. I'm really just going to give people just a raw blend of just my thoughts, man, and how I feel. So I didn't write anything except the intro track, which is in New York. Uh, when I went to New York to record with my 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 good bro Obi Say, I felt like it was time for me to to really show that you know I I need to believe in myself more and and hone my own skills. And like when I started doing it, at first I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to sound. But once I start hearing my voice more and then realizing I actually have the capability to remember the lines in my head. And then be able to 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 come back and then say it and then get comfortable smoothing it out. 
I was like, bro, like this, I love this process. And and, and I don't think this, this is for everybody, but if if you at least try to see if you you your brain you could do this man it's it's a it's really fun it's really cool do you think your ability to do that do you think that comes from years of experience from years of rapping honestly no it, it came from it comes from uh it literally coming from me just jumping off the mountain and, and trying and, and and a chance and 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 let myself be vulnerable like let myself go in that booth and take over you know what i love about about this episode specifically is i like that we can kind of hear your family in the background because it's a very co yes. it's a very covid episode <clears throat> sorry <laughs> maybe i've covid with how much i'm coughing my mm. favorite rapper personally is tupac his birthday is june 16th my son's birthday is june 16th my son's middle name is Nazir. After my dad's favorite favorite artist, MC. Nice, and, uh, I love that. He's, he's a true hip hop baby, man. He's a true hip hop baby. Is is Tupac <laughs> the artist that made you want to rap? The guy who made me really want to rap, and I remember this. It was really it was two it was two things at the same time. My dad introduced me to the Blueprint One, and then. It was this one record. It was a it was a Biggie and Frank Sinatra collab mixtape. He kept playing that. I was just a kid, and the way that he was telling these stories, I was like, "Yo, I know Mom would never let me listen to this shit, but like, I'm glad that with you at least it's I'm getting this this vivid imagery at such a young age." Because my dad believed, you know, just him just being just being a dad and playing this kind of music around me. Um, it made me feel like like that was our thing and it, at home and like I, I guess like the last piece of that that really sold it was not those two just those two albums but when we get home and it became like later times my dad always his favorite group was Wu Tang so my dad would play a lot of Bobby Digital and then from listening to all three of those as a kid you know it, it just gave me this different like you know what I really love really really love hip-hop and i really love like how everybody is just is telling a story and i was and i was writing poems even as a kid and and you know that that really i feel like just sticks with me and um you know from there i just took it to to the next level man and just was like you know what i didn't i didn't realize i was gonna take it actually serious to go from poems to making music till i was uh to my senior high school. And that's when I really was like, yo, this is, I'm gonna do this shit. Do you remember one of the first lines you ever wrote? I always love asking that. I don't remember the exact first, but I do remember my first hook. And this, bro, it's so embarrassing, but it, it makes so much sense because it's so basic. <laughs> my first hook line was, I got a, <laughs> it's so embarrassing, man. I got this fast car that drives fast. <laughs> I was playing a piano because back then you had to, to take uh, you had to tape recorder so I was pushing and play and record you know what I'm saying back then you had to record yourself so I was on my grandfather piano and like I was playing like these Wu-Tang keys on on the, on the piano while I was rapping that and then I was like I got the hook and I was like I got these fast cars that drive fast and then the Alice was too fast <laughs> these fast cars that drive fast and the Adelaide's too fast. <laughs> How far ahead do you look in terms of, you know, you got the new album coming out in the fall. Do you know 
what you're gonna do after that? Honestly, no. But I put I do what I do do is I put certain beats to the side um, that I I sense a, a vibe from you know if uh, I want to I want to tell the story. Um, I look at I look at my tracks like my babies, and I look at it as like the stories or the vibes that that you know it gives me to tell the story. Like that's how I I would I articulate projects and stuff like that. Um, it really depends on the vibe, and it depends on, you know, how I'm, where I'm at in life and how I do it. So, like, nah, I don't ever, like, be like, yo, I already know I want to work on this and this and this and that. Like, that's not my kind of artistry, but for a lot of other artists that I'd be around, um, they they, they kind of already know that. I just take my time and really try to get people uh, a piece of me. That's something I feel like is going to last more than two weeks. Yeah, longevity. It's been a long time since you had a new artist that made such a breakthrough project. Like the last one, I I personally think like that, and you know, it could be different for anybody for you, was uh, who had a breakthrough project like that was Chance the Rapper. Acid rap. acid rap. That was the last like breakthrough project moment that everyone was talking like, yo, man, this, you gotta check this kid out. Um, before that, I remember everyone was talking like that, and me coming up was like Childish Gambino. Yeah. That was it, man, for me and like coming up like uh, that actually put out like art, you know, fruitful art that people be like, oh, this project was great. I feel like it's because they really put their their heart and soul in it. And I think that, man, like that should be the key to artists right now is take your time during this pandemic and put out good quality and not quantity. So people can actually want to, you know, get close to you and know who it is that they're really, you know, talking with and shit. So that's why I speak. That's why I'm so excited. I'm excited to hear it, man. Like, I don't sleep till every day. I don't sleep till 5, 6, 7 a.m. Are you so working like, on music all night? Or you just got insomnia like me? All night. I'm working <laughs> on music all night. But I'm also, it's both. Because, like, my, my, I work on music, and when I take breaks, I started watching Naruto. Yeah, that show's got, I like, a million Naruto, episodes, right? Bro, I watched from Naruto, yes. From Naruto, it's like, nigga, we talking about, like, 13, 14 seasons. I watched from Naruto... All the way to Barato. Damn, that's a, that's almost as big as an accomplishment as making an album. That's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> so like, if you hear some some Naruto references and some more, bro, you know why it happened, bro. <laughs> it's, been it's been an inspiration of mine. Itachi's my favorite favorite guy, one of my favorite anime characters ever. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I don't know why, but I just thought it'd be funny to end it on a note where he's just talking about anime. But yeah, please check out Kevin Sinatra's music. Follow him on social media. Follow the podcast on social media. It's Bar Hop Podcast. And thanks for listening.